everybody, I just wanted to take a minute and thank you for listening to this podcast. Make sure you leave a like and a review on whatever podcast platform you're getting this from. Watch my daily radio shows live stream on rumble.com slash Casey the host. And I'm moving away from Facebook onto Telegram. So please follow me on Telegram at Casey the host. And of course, my website, which is a conservative news aggregator. You can get all of the best real news every single day, plus my daily show prep podcast videos and more, theburningtruth.us. And if you like knives, Kydex holsters, pepper spray, and hidden cameras, make sure you do your shopping at asdefense.com. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Uh, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I'm expecting a lot of closures tomorrow, too. Josh, you guys heard anything about that on the news side of things? Nothing official yet, huh? But it's only 3 o'clock, and yesterday was about 5 or so we really started getting them. It was that fast. So I would expect that. Nothing's official, just letting you know. Uh, weather continues to be bad. Most of you know that. You're looking out your windows. We do have some people kind of watching from the Fort Wayne area. It says it's not super bad up there yet. Uh, roads are trash. I don't know how else to tell you. They are absolute and complete garbage right now. Uh, there is virtually no plowing happening. The the roads, I don't even know if they were treated or salted because sometimes they use the beet juice and that other stuff. I don't know. Nothing around my house was taken care of, so I assume that a lot of you are probably in the same boat, but uh, at the same time, there's uh, some other stuff that you have to be aware of. If you're in the city of South Bend, they are suspending trash pickup service on Thursday, February 3rd. It's tomorrow, uh, so that is being suspended. We got the full story at 953MNC.com, and then also Martin Supermarkets. They are now, this story, again, at 953MNC.com, they are inviting customers to shop from home with free delivery. Now, there's a lot of services that do this anyway, all right? And and you you know pay a little bit of a, a fee for that, a little bit of a premium for that. A lot of people are ordering food right now. And if you are you know an Uber Eats driver or something of that nature, this is if you have the right vehicle, I should say this. If you have the right vehicle, you're going to make some money today. Uh, the, the promos and stuff like that have been through the roof today. Uh, but you have to have the right vehicle. Keep in mind that a lot of the folks who will be ordering food are people who can't get out of their driveways. So <laughs> you have to be able to get into their driveway and back out again. So just keep that in mind. If you're going to go out and do it, make sure you have the kitty litter with you, a little shovel or something like that, just in case you do get stuck. So Martin Supermarkets, though, what they're doing is, is they're offering um, for to-go orders more than $35. They're inviting customers to shop from home. Free delivery on all of those online groceries. Again, over $35. Customers can order from any grocery department, including beer, wine, and liquor that uh, were permitted by law. And they will, it'll be the same prices that are in store. So it's not the usual markup. Uh, this is a temporary thing. This is just because we're dealing with the uh, the storm situation. So so they will, they put it up there and and you can go, you know, check that out. It, there's a promo, promo code for it for the uh, delivery excuse me, at uh, the online checkout. It's February 22, and we have the URL and everything else to order that right there at 953MNC.com. That way you don't have to go out and deal with it, uh, and their drivers will will have the ability to get you your stuff. So, um, like I said, just it's a mess. Uh, I was talking with a bunch of people from different sides of town. I did not see a plow actually plowing anything until I got into Mishawaka. So, insert your standard Mishawaka takes care of their roads joke there. 
Uh, they're the only ones that I saw out there even attempting to do it. Uh, the description that I gave to John when I came in, because John's been barricaded in here all day. He did finally move his car, though, Josh. I got here, and I'm like, I'm not parking next to the sidewalk because it's just mountains of snow. So I'm like, I'm going to park in the middle of the, the parking lot where everything is kind of kind of light. And he finally moved his car away just so he didn't get stuck in here. But he, he's been here all day, so he's like, how are the roads out there? My description of them was churned butter. And that's pretty consistent to what I saw. <laughs> just, just imagine you're sitting there just stirring over and over and over and over and over again. It's just, it's a, it's all slush. I saw multiple people spin out, spin around, that sort of thing. So if you're out and about, be careful. Remember not to break through those turns, the basics, right? You break before the turn, take your foot off the brake, turn slow, not a sharp angle, and and you'll be fine. I know every time I say that, there's always the people who know that go, Casey, it's everybody knows how to do this. No, they don't. Spend five minutes on the road. I assure you they don't. <laughs> I assure you they don't. I don't know why. It seems kind of basic. You live in a place where you get this much snow that you would understand how to do this. But, you know, hey, it's been relatively mild for the past couple of years. So maybe people have just totally forgotten. I'm not sure. But uh, So Martin's trying to keep you off of the roads. And, and uh, trash service in South Bend is going to be delayed, probably in other places too. And I would keep an eye on closures and things like that for tomorrow, especially with schools and stuff like that also. As more of it's coming. So I cleared off my my driveway. I cleared off the sidewalk. I cleared off my vehicle. I cleared off the path on the street for my vehicle to, to you know, easily get out, even though it does pretty good in the snow. And I took a shower and I came back out and it looked like I hadn't done anything. So I apologized to all the people who are driving behind me getting snow blown on you, but I had already done the work and I wasn't going to do it again. Sorry, just, I don't get paid enough for that. Uh, you You just need to stay further back from me. I know some of you get tweaked about that, but, you know, grow up and and have a have a drink and, and sit down and relax, listen to the show, watch the show, whatever you're doing. Uh, you can watch the live stream and go online, theburningtruth.us. Just click on the live stream, and you can engage in the chat and everything. <laughs> Here comes all the people. Nobody knows how to drive. Nobody knows. So there's that. Um, I will say this. So some people are saying that the feed kind of is cutting in and out. I have had really slow internet in this studio all day. So... Probably because of the weather. I'm just letting you know. So if it does cut out, it's coming back on. It's just the speeds aren't as consistent as they usually are in here. Uh, files that usually download pretty darn quick. Uh, we're going a little slow today. So just be patient with the stream because of the uh, the weather and that sort of stuff. But it is churning along and, and doing its thing. All right. What an interesting day. Josh, what's the biggest story in the news business today? Not Not the biggest news story. What's the biggest story in the news business today? No, not floors. Good one though. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. We're getting to that. Oh man, did I not call that years ago or what? Anyway, so hold on. <laughs> no, man. we gotta talk about Jeff Zucker. Honcho at CNN stepping down. Not stepping down because he wanted to. Not stepping down because the writing was on the wall and that Warner was gonna fire him. No, no, no. Stepping down because yet another individual at CNN had an inappropriate office relationship. This time, it was the boss man. This all ties in to the Chris Cuomo story. And a bunch of people are going, wait a minute, hold on a second. What, what, how, how does this tie into the Chris Cuomo story? Well, they fired Chris Cuomo for having this inappropriate relationship. And Chris Cuomo's legal team in, in early January, there's rumors about this. They were pointing out that it was hypocritical for the, the head of CNN, Jeff Zucker, 
to have a relationship in the building and then fire other people for having relationships in the building. Now, Chris Cuomo did a bunch of other stuff. He sexually harassed several people. Uh, he's a he's a you know pile of human scum. But I, I digress. This gets so funny. So Radar Online is a uh, a news source leans politically right, but but Radar Online has been covering this since early January with little snippets here and there, but it wasn't a full story yet. They were developing it still. I kid you not, Brian the Human Thumb Stelter from It's Not News at CNN, he launches a full-blown attack on Radar Online yesterday. There's a newsletter that goes out from CNN attacking Radar Online for covering this, you know, basically poking around at this story. And what ended up happening the next day is Radar Online just dropped the hammer and proved to everybody that it was real. Jeff Zucker resigns. It's a whole thing. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is absolutely hysterical. Nobody at CNN seems to be able to, uh, well, keep it in their pants. They just they can't do that. So a day before the Radar Online story dropped, CNN's Reliable Sources Media Newsletter, that's Brian Stelter's newsletter, published a lengthy tirade about the publication. And then the next day, they just dropped the hammer on it. <laughs> Why is it that everybody at CNN has a problem being a, a sexual deviant or predator? Why is that? Keep in mind, we're not just talking about Zucker. We're not just talking about Cuomo. We're talking about Don Lamont. We are talking about this producer. By the way, that producer who was uh, caught with uh, child pornography, wife filed for divorce earlier this week. Thank God she's going to get out of that mess. So you have all of these people who work for CNN who have been involved in all of these shenanigans for an extended period of time. And what we know is that tons of people who are pretending to be super shocked and surprised by what happened with Jeff Zucker today, they all knew that he was diddling this woman. They all knew it. So Chris Cuomo is apparently the guy who 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 uh, spoke up. He gets fired. And again, he got fired for a lot of things, not just having an, an office relationship. He got fired for sexual harassment of multiple people. But and then, of course, his stuff with his brother and and then refusing to back away from his brother's story, continuing to help his brother when he wasn't supposed to, that sort of stuff. So then he's just he says that's it you know what um if if i'm going to go down for this stuff then so is jeff zucker so he starts speaking radar online gets the story the lawyers have been uh calling about this now this gets this gets seriously interesting we're going to get into where the lawyers come in here because the lawyers have been signaling that there was something up with zucker for some time now we'll talk about that coming up on news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel Yeah, people are letting me know some of the school districts have already closed down for tomorrow. I fully expect that list to expand out and almost be complete by the time that we're done today because of the storms. Of course, we told you that yesterday. Uh, most people assume the schools are going to be closed at least Wednesday and Thursday. And I would not be surprised if they tack a Friday onto that bad boy, too. But keep keep an eye on it. Go to 953MNC.com. We'll have that updated list on a regular basis. In the meantime, we are talking about It's Not News. It's CNN where it appears to be, what was that old show? Temptation Island. That's what it was. Remember what Temptation Island was for those of you around? Temptation Island is where they took couples and they set them on an island and these couples would go on dates with other people 
and then they would decide if they wanted to stay in the relationship at the end of this whole thing, right? And, like, nobody stayed in the relationship. They all cheated on each other. It was a giant disaster. That's basically how Jeff Zucker ran CNN. And so people were pointing out on the live stream, it's kind of interesting that Cuomo Cuomo gets fired, and now everybody's going down. It's like the Cuomos are vengeful people or something. Huh. It's true, though. I mean, and Cuomo's le- lawyers, they, ma- they made the point. Like, if he was fired for a conflict of interest with his brother and for some of the office relationships he'd had, wouldn't that be hypocritical when his boss was doing the same thing? Now, Zucker and uh, this lady are, are basically trying to say that, no, no, this all developed during COVID. It wasn't something we planned, yada, yada. People are saying that this relationship has been going on for a long time, long before COVID, and this is absolutely nothing new. Uh, so they're just trying to make it a COVID thing. She was in a relationship. He was married a couple of years ago. Uh, so they're trying to, I think, kind of protect themselves legally on that stuff. But here's where things get real interesting about this, okay? So the the lawyers for Chris Cuomo, during his severance package negotiations after he got fired, brought this issue up. And now we all know about it. And we've got Cuomo producers dropping left and right and everything else. But here's the thing that I want you to, to read about. So uh, Matthew Baloney. Okay, B-L-B-E-L-L-O-N-I, not like the meat, but Matthew Baloney. I'm told CNN received a litigation hold letter recently from Chris Cuomo lawyers demanding, among other things, preservation of all communications between Jeff Zucker, comms chief Allison Gullist, and Andrew Cuomo. Now, that tells me something very important. Chris Cuomo's lawyers have demanded that all communications between Jeff Zucker and Allison Golis, the the lady he was diddling, that that all be preserved, which means there is some saucy, saucy stuff in there that will be very damaging to CNN and will be damaging to uh, to Zucker. And this is this is without a doubt. This is a full court. I am nuking everybody by Chris Cuomo and his brother, Andrew. No doubt about this. They are a vengeful family. They always have been a vengeful family, predating their their time as governor and on CNN. They have always been vengeful, and they're just taking everybody out. Now, what's interesting about all of this is <laughs> CNN. CNN published the story, right? So Brian Stelter and Oliver Darcy, two of the biggest hacks in the news in the news business, right? They team up to basically defend Zucker's credibility. Zucker's never had any credibility. Zucker never should have had his last contract extension. He should have been fired. Uh, we've we've played you the audio. Project Veritas got it. We played you the audio about with Zucker saying, we're going all in on beating Trump. We're going all in on impeachment. We're not going to cover anything else. This is what we're doing. We're targeting Trump. We're going after him. That's all on tape. I mean, you could see it in their product, but it's all on tape that that is what Jeff Zucker wanted everybody at that network to do. And Project Veritas has recorded other people at that network who thought that that was a silly, ridiculous thing to do and it's damaged the network, and it clearly has. So now they write an article, Brian Stelter and Oliver Darcy, CNN President Jeff Zucker resigns over consensual relationship with key lieutenant. And they go through this thing. 
and they just defend Zucker by doing what? Anyone? Anyone want to guess? I would ask Josh, but he's busy doing weather stuff. Anybody want to guess what Brian Stelter and Oliver Darcy over at It's Not News at CNN blamed for Jeff Zucker and, and getting exposed here? Anyone? If you said Donald Trump, you'd be right. It's Donald Trump's fault. Don't laugh, Josh. Go back to doing weather stuff over there. All right. <laughs> I am not making this up. Uh, I think the best the best analogy that was used here was by Sonny McSunnyface on Twitter. I know. <laughs> okay. For clarification, Sonny McSunnyface has way more credibility than Brian Stelter or Oliver Darcy will ever have. So they, they, they published to go, ask yourself this. How would North Korean television cover a sudden resignation by Kim Jong-un? And then they go, exactly like this. Sustained attacks from former President Trump and his supporters under Zucker. CNN adopted a facts first slogan and approach to the news and was unrelenting in calling out Trump for his lies. Keep in mind, this is a network who went all in 100% of the time on Trump-Russia collusion, and it was all a lie, okay? The approach turned Zucker into a villain for Trump (laughs) with the then-president lashing out at him during his years in office. Zucker also became a regular boogeyman in right-wing media with Fox hosts viciously attacking him in primetime. It was all evidence of Zucker's larger-than-life status in the news business and influence over the broader discourse in American politics. Yeah, that's it. That's what it was. That's uh that is one whale of a defense of some guy who just violated the rules, but hey, look, office romances happen. I get that they happen and sometimes they are not convenient. Sometimes they they violate the rules and, and everything else, but this is I'm sorry, but this is one of the most hysterical things to happen. Every single week there's a major controversy over at CNN. I just I I'm waiting for the the day for them to get taken over by Warner so we can see exactly what's uh, what's going to happen with that product as they go forward because they say that they're going to remake the entire network. MNC News Time is 3.31. Be safe out there on the roads. Don't forget Valentine's Day is coming up. You want to go to ImpressJewelers.com. Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime. All right, so we have to jump into this. We've been talking about this during the uh, news break. And just real quick, just want to remind everybody, the roads suck. Stay off of the roads if you can get off of them. Uh, it's not really worth going out unless you absolutely need to. They're not doing, uh, and part of that is that I think they're waiting for a break in the snow uh, to go ahead and start, you know, getting these roads clear. I did see in some areas, mostly around Mishawaka, where they were doing some plowing, and uh, I don't want to say that they're not plowing anywhere. I'm just saying on my trip in earlier, nothing had been done. That doesn't mean that they haven't been doing it in the past three hours or so. I'm just letting you know. So the roads have not been good. Uh, you, you probably want to stay home if you can. We have more details on the storms, closures, things like that at 953mnc.com. So the school systems are already closing down for uh, for tomorrow, which we fully expected. And depending on how the weather is tomorrow, honestly, I wouldn't be at all surprised if they sneak some Fridays in there too with some of these school systems. But we don't know for sure. But we do know that some of the school systems have, in fact, closed for tomorrow. Uh, We're talking about this uh, Brian Flores story. Now, this is with the NFL. The NFL just cannot get their act together. And part of the the reason that the NFL can't get their act together is, uh, in my opinion, it's run by a bunch of uh, rich white liberals. And rich white liberals 
think that minorities are not capable of doing things that they clearly are capable of doing. And this keeps showing up over and over and over and over again in the NFL. The NFL just settled a lawsuit where they promised not to pay white people with brain injuries more money than black people with brain injuries because white people were, in the NFL's estimation, worth more. That's not what I said. That's what the NFL said. And they keep getting called out on it. And you start running through leadership of the NFL. I got news for you. They're not voting Republican. <laughs> uh, is this about politics? No, it's not about politics. But there is a, a cultural sense for those of us who have been active in politics for an extended period of time that there is an inherent, I will call it cultural ingrained idea, racism of low expectations in the, the left. And that just seems to permeate through everything that they touch. So there's a couple of things that I want to I want to hit here because one, some of the stuff that uh, the the uh, former head coach Brian Flores is saying, I think he's got some points. Other stuff, we tried telling you that this was going to happen, and everybody should have known it. It it's pretty easy. You have the Rooney Rule in there, which NFL teams got to interview. Um, is it a certain number of black candidates to take over coaching positions? Right, Josh, a certain number. Per year, And, of course, if you don't want a candidate, most teams have an idea of who they want to hire. By the way, Harbaugh is surprising everybody. Didn't go to Las Vegas. Didn't go to Chicago. Minnesota? What? <laughs> we, all, we all had that one wrong. Anyway, sorry. So, you, you got to hire, you got to hire, uh, you got to interview, excuse me, a certain number of black coaches, right? And the idea was to get more, more black coaches in the league. That was the goal, right? The problem with the Rooney rule, as with any affirmative action rule, is that you start to force businesses, and each NFL team is a business, you start to force them into doing things they don't want to do. They probably have a candidate in mind. Now, okay, Theoretically, let's just say Minnesota knew from the very beginning they were going to go get Harbaugh. They knew he was coming back in the NFL. They wanted Harbaugh to be their coach no matter what. Why should they waste their time interviewing coaches that they don't want to hire? Why should those coaches have to waste their time doing that interview? And the idea behind it is, well, you're not going to know you want to hire the guy until they sit down in front of you. Yes, but you've got a proven coach over here. And you want to go get that guy. Now, maybe if you're okay with giving somebody a chance, uh, budgets, you're rebuilding, whatever, okay, that's that's fine. But certain teams know who they're going for. And this is where when, when Brian Flores says, some of these teams just interviewed me to fulfill the obligations of the Rooney Rule, yeah, what did you expect? Brian Flores happens to be a black man in case you don't know, okay? So he's, I was only interviewed by the Giants and some other teams just because of the Rooney rule. They were never interested in hiring me. It was a complete waste of my time. Yeah. that The Rooney rule is designed to do that. Now, does that suck? Sure it does. You go in, anytime you do a job interview where you're not the candidate, it's a pain in the neck. And I got news for you. People in radio understand this more than most because you are required in this industry to post a job posting, even if you've already hired the person to take over that job. Does that make any sense, Josh? It makes no sense whatsoever. If I already have the job, 
I shouldn't have the company sitting there looking at me. Hey, just so you know, you'll see the advertiser for this job for the next couple of weeks required by law to do it. It's stupid. It's a horrendous waste of money. It's a, a waste of everybody's time. All of the people who will now fill out applications and send resumes and demos and everything else flying around the country to do these interviews like uh, Brian Flores is talking about. All a colossal waste of effort and time. Now, you start to look at some of the things that are, are happening and it it. Everything just screams, yep, that's your typical leftist. This is how the league operates. And this is, um, just to put it bluntly and simply, and then we'll go into the details of this here in the next segment, but this is what happens when you have leftists kind of in control of stuff. They think this way. They believe that there is an inherent inability for black coaches to get jobs in the league. And so they have to force people to actually sit in front of them. And they have, did you say that the number was 22% of the coaches since the Rooney rule went into effect have been black, which is a higher proportion of the population than, than blacks make up in, in the U S they're about 13 point some, some odd percent uh, of the population. Now, some of you will say, well, the population doesn't matter. It's, you know, people who have experience in the league, but you don't necessarily have to be a player to be a good coach. This is this is where things just you're now being overly woke and now you're making everybody angry. Leadership in the NFL should have been fired a long time ago. Roger Goodell and everybody around him. And everybody knows this. The only people who don't know this apparently are the NFL. Every when he got his extension, what was that? 2 3 years ago when he got his extension in the middle of the league imploding and you just of all people, Roger Goodell? And it was. It was unanimous. It was like, oh, yeah, you did a good job. And it's not because he did a good job. It's because Roger Goodell and everybody else, you know, they're they're all shower buddies, and they hang out, and they do cocktail parties together, and it's a whole, you know, good old boy network thing. It's not because he did a good job. And because they all, frankly, and I'm not here to bash the rich, but because they all have more money than God, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, as long as we're making money, we're okay. Roger Goodell's going to fix this. We're going to do some social justice stuff. But every time the NFL does a social justice thing, you end up finding out that the NFL was one of the most overtly racist organizations in the country. They were literally paying players with brain injuries less because their skin was black, because they were less valuable to society, according to the NFL's own math. That was a position that they took. And it's one of the most absurd things that I have ever heard. And it's weird how that just gets swept under the rug because all of a sudden the NFL throws a little duck at the BLM. Isn't that interesting how that happens? And so then you find all of this stuff going on, which is exactly what you would expect. If you're required to interview black candidates for your coaching position, but you have no, no choice in hiring them, you can expect black candidates to be a little upset that their time and energy was wasted and that they weren't given a serious shot. And that's exactly what uh, what uh, Brian Flores is doing here. He's just nuking everybody and he's exposing exactly what everybody knew was already happening. Now, here's the thing. He's not alone. But there's more to this, including sandbagging. We'll talk about that coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.
website does look a million times better. The MyPillow website, million times better. They did they, they did a decent job uh, with the upgrades, so good for them. Makes it a lot easier to navigate. So there's a couple of other things. I don't want to dive into it because I know that most of you don't care about doing massive NFL stories and things like that, but I, you need, I think you need to read what's going on um, because some of the stuff that Flores is saying is like, eh, okay, what did you expect? Some of the stuff, he's got some points to. Uh, but the other thing that I really wanted to pay attention to on this is that something else has been happening. And this has been a rumor in the league for a long time about throwing games. So you get higher draft picks. You can go get that, that number one quarterback and everything else. Right, Josh, this has been a rumor for a long time. One of the things that Brian Flores said is that, yeah, they wanted him to throw games. Guess what? He's not alone. Other coaches are now coming out and going, yep, we did it too. Miami, what's that? 100K per game. Yeah. So $100,000 per game. So Brian Flores, the former coach of the Dolphins, alleged that the Dolphins owner, uh, Stephen Ross, offered him hundred grand per loss during the 2019 season in order to ensure that the team would wind up with the first overall pick. This reminds me of the South Park baseball episode where the kids all hated playing baseball through the summer and they kept trying to lose. <laughs> but here's the thing. Hugh Jackson came up, the former Browns coach. Hugh Jackson says the Browns did the same thing with me. They wanted me to keep losing. Uh, he says that um, let's see what he wasn't offering him $100,000 per loss, but they they were very happy when he lost. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> so <laughs> it is happening. Oh my gosh, this league is such a joke. It is such a joke. I I don't even. A lot of the stuff that we suspected was happening is clearly happening and tons more. I, I don't I don't know what else to say, but yeah, I know that a lot of you have turned the NFL off and you don't watch it anymore, and I certainly understand why, but um this is this is not helping things at all. Without a doubt, not helping things at all. But this you know, this all is is leadership. When you have terrible people running that organization and allowing this stuff to permeate throughout the league and then not removing them when they nearly destroy the league for three years there. You realize the NFL struggled for three years. This is the first year that they've been bouncing back. They struggled for three years with ratings and revenue, and they were issuing refunds to Super Bowl advertisers for crying out loud. This is the first time in several years that the NFL has done very well. And people are starting to get back to football. And as people are starting to get back to football, because, again, you're hiding all the protesting and all that stuff. As you start to get back to football, you find out massive stories like this. we got a lot to cover today. More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. How many of you have realized that you don't have the right vehicle for this climate? I would imagine a few of them realized that today, Josh. Probably wish they had, I don't know, all-wheel drive, four-wheel drive. Maybe lift it up a little bit. Maybe more weight. Maybe something that's not made out of a cheap plastic. Maybe something made a little bit more out of metal. Well, here's the deal. Go to R&B Car Company, and you can get that vehicle. And you can get a great deal doing it. Go to rbcarcompany.com. All right, we have the list of school closures and delays, although there are no delays. They're all closed. Uh, that, that list is at 95.3mnc.com. 
I'm going to run through it for you. The roads are still trash, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody who's given us feedback on the roads is saying they are still garbage. Hot, melty garbage. I didn't see. Now, here's the thing. People are immediately calling for uh, Mayor Mueller to be run out of town. But obviously, he's only one mayor in this whole area. Um, Did your roads last night get any treatment at all? Mine didn't either. Now, there's probably some logic behind that. You know, as in, it's going to be too much. It won't really do anything. And and there's sound logic there. I'm just wondering, because we haven't seen any pre-treatment. There hasn't been a lot of in the middle of the storm treatment. (laughs) There hasn't been a lot of plowing uh, in most areas. Not all areas. Some areas are, are doing their thing. Not trying to trash plow drivers. Not trying to do that. I'm sure that there's some logic behind it, such as it's in the middle of the storm. If we do it, it's just going to build up again. Um, Of course, the the back of my brain goes, well, yes, but now it'll be harder to move if you don't, if you wait. (laughs) So maybe do it a little bit, at least on the major thoroughfares, Uh, but they haven't. So here are the following schools who are closed for tomorrow. That'll be Thursday, February 3rd, just so we're official. Ancilla College, Argos, Bremen, Career Success Academies in South Bend, Casopolis, Centerville, Concord, uh, Cornerstone Christian Montessori, Corpus Christi, Culver, Eastern Pulaski, Elkhart Community Schools, Elkhart Christian Academy, Fairfield, Glen Oaks Community College, Heritage Christian Academy, Holy Family School, Howardsville Christian School, John Glenn School Corporation, Knox, Laporte Community Schools, Lake Area Christian Schools, Lakeland Schools, Mishawaka Catholic Schools, North Judson, St. Pierre, North Miami, New Prairie United Schools, Nottawa, Penn Harris Madison, Peru, Queen of Peace School, Rochester, School City of Mishawaka, South Bend Community School Corporation, St. John the Baptist School, St. John Lutheran School in Laporte, St. Joseph High School in South Bend, Sturgis Public Schools, Three Rivers, Tippecanoe Valley, Trinity Lutheran School, Sturgis, uh, Triton School Corporation, Union North School, Wani, Wawasee, Whitco, and I'm sure that that list will continue to grow. So, as we expected uh, yesterday and today, that most of the schools, if not all of them, are going to be closing down. So, do yourself a favor and make sure that you are aware of that because you'll probably have another e-learning day for the kiddos tomorrow. And and it was it was another e-learning day. We asked. We asked my daughters, like, is it e-learning or is it just a day off? Nope, e-learning. So she had a meltdown in the morning because she didn't get a snow day. Sorry, kids. Snow days are a thing of the past. It's going to be one of those things that you're not going to believe when your grandparents tell you about it. Your grandparents are going to be, you know, you're going to be helping your grandparents barely walk down the sidewalk. When I was your age, we used to get a day off when it snowed. Sure, Grandma. Let's 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 get you some cocoa because <laughs> it ain't happening ever again. So all you kiddos out there, sorry, you lost snow days. They're a thing of the past. All right. Let's talk about Ottawa. I just want to give you a quick update on this trucker situation. I posted this early this morning on Telegram. You should be following me on Telegram. It's my primary social media, Telegram at Casey, the host. And <laughs> the reaction was really funny. So in Ottawa, Canada, you've got... The Prime Minister, Justin Blackface Trudeau, hiding from the truckers, admitting that he's hiding from the truckers, pretending he has COVID, and these truckers are now just, they've now taken over Ottawa, okay? So they've taken over Ottawa. They're still shutting down entrance uh, to to uh, the United States through Montana. That's all been shut down. And they're... <laughs> the, 
The prime minister apparently asked the mayor of Ottawa to get tow trucks to go out and just start towing these semis. Hey, Josh. You know anything about tow truck drivers? Okay, first of all, that is a dangerous profession, okay? You are stealing people's vehicles. When you're not helping somebody who's stuck on the side of the road, like when you do repos and stuff like that, you're stealing people's vehicles. And people tend to be, I don't know, irritated when you do that. Now, they deserve it. They didn't pay their bill unless there's a mistake and it's not their fault, whatever. But, you know, it's not the tow truck driver's fault. Now, imagine you're already in a dangerous profession where if you're going to do repos or you're going to do towing, you try to do it to where nobody knows you're doing it, right? And the reason for that is you don't want to get shot at. You don't want to deal with a confrontation. You, you'll have to deal with it sometimes, but you try to avoid that. Now, imagine being a tow truck driver in Ottawa. I would imagine there's like tens of them. And you are told to go to the biggest convoy in the history of man and start towing trucks away from protesters. <laughs> Is there Nobody would ever do that. Nobody. There is no way anyone would ever do that because you are going to be, first of all, you're going to be outnumbered if you even support the idea of towing them. But here's the thing. Apparently, new development later on in the day, apparently every tow truck company in Ottawa said that they couldn't tow the truck drivers and their semis because they all had COVID. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's hysterical if true. Can I confirm it? Nope. Don't care. All right? CNN doesn't have to confirm anything that they say. I don't either. And I'm just going to choose to believe that. The fact that they are truck drivers themselves, and the mayor of Ottawa allegedly asked all these tow truck companies in Ottawa to start towing these semis, and every single one of those companies said they had COVID. Every single tow truck company refused to do it. Every single one. Whether or not they said they had COVID or not, it's just an extra bit of hilarity in this this story. But this is really, really funny. Absolutely hysterical. So the last that I heard was that that every tow truck company said that they had COVID in order to to not do it. Um, Yeah, things are... These are not going very well for uh, old blackface Trudeau up there. Not uh, not having a good week. Not at all. Anyway, lots more to cover, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, you can watch the live stream, theburningtruth.us. Click on the live stream panel, engage in the live chat. we got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Did you scrub the, the satellite dish a little too hard there, Josh? Did you scrub this? <laughs> oh, man. We got to keep scrubbing the satellite dish off from the snow. It's hysterical. Uh, I did, though. I cleaned off my car earlier. I think I told you. I cleaned off my car earlier. I went. I took a shower. I came back out. It looked like I didn't touch the thing. It's, it's like, I'm just driving in with this. Whoever's behind me is going to deal with it because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not messing around anymore. I'm tired of that. Go to theburningtruth.us if you would like to watch the live stream, hang out with the live chat. Uh, We're also streaming on Facebook and Rumble. And, of course, Rumble is the home for the show when it's not live. Go to rumble.com slash Casey the Host. Please subscribe there. 
Uh, so many school delays. Well, not delays, closures at 953MNC.com. Got that full list up there. Been posting that as well. Well, Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg has been suspended officially from The View by ABC. And, of course, this uh, the whole point yesterday was to point out the hypocrisy of how this is all going down. Now, keep in mind, um, I didn't get into this yesterday. I wanted to. I just ran out of time. Yesterday, I told everybody that if Whoopi Goldberg were a white woman, she would have been fired. And I stand by that statement. I will fight you to the death on that. I know I'm right on that. And here's how I know I'm right. Sharon Osbourne. Sharon Osbourne was fired for defending Pierce Morgan against a false accusation of racism. And all she did was defend him because it was a false accusation of racism. And so they fired her. And what Whoopi Goldberg did is far more egregious. And I'm sorry that there are some people who don't know the history of the Jewish people. I can understand that. Uh, there is a lineage that you can trace in DNA all the way back. Uh, they are, in fact, a race of people. But even if you don't think that they are, the point of the conversation was the Holocaust. And in the Holocaust, the Germans, the Nazis, believed they were a race of people. And so to say that it wasn't a racial thing for the Holocaust to happen is historically false. Period. End of story. It's not open for interpretation. That's just how it is. So now, uh, Whoopi has been suspended for two weeks. Okay, She is apparently livid and is now threatening to quit. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think The View needs her. I don't think The View needs Joy Behar. I think the, you can just plug and play anybody in The View, and it just has an audience. Whether people, the people who watch it are people who are lost anyway. So you just plug and play it. They're, they're going to continue to tune in every single day. I don't really think that this is going to affect them one way or the other. Uh, but apparently Whoopi Goldberg is livid and is now threatening to quit. Okay. So in case you cared about that, but here's where I, I think that this gets really funny. More and more of these Jewish authors and writers are now starting to speak out, including Holocaust survivors who have written books about it. They're speaking out. Well, there's a columnist and an author and a former presidential speech writer, John Por, uh, Poderitz, criticized the View co-host Whoopi Goldberg, whose real name is Karen Johnson. I almost said something about her last name yesterday. I didn't because I wasn't 100% sure that it was it was a fake name. I remember hearing that it was a fake name, but I couldn't I couldn't specifically recall, so I didn't say anything about it. It is. And I remember there being a story about Hollywood celebrities. I'm not saying specifically that this was Whoopi Goldberg, but I remember there being a story about Hollywood celebrities taking stage names that were Jewish to help them get roles because of the Jewish influence in Hollywood which is a real thing, and it's not an anti-Semitic thing to say. Um, there's a lot of Jewish Jewish executives in Hollywood. It's a well-known fact. And there was a, an attempt by many celebrities when they just they change their, their, you know, their name, they use a stage name like Whoopi Goldberg does, to use a Jewish name in order to gain access to roles. Okay? So John Potteritz has criticized Whoopi Goldberg, real name Karen Johnson, for her controversial comments about Jews, race, and the Holocaust, urging the actress to, quote, give up the surname that she, and I quote, co-opted and doesn't deserve. Now, I have to ask this question, since so many people in the social justice woke left 
keep bringing up this idea of cultural appropriation. Is there anything more culturally appropriating than stealing a, a name from a group of people? Wouldn't that at least be equal to hairstyles at the very least, if not more egregious? Whoopi Goldberg took a Jewish last name, and some some Jewish people are now calling her on it. Look, you're co-opting us. Uh, there's a the phrase I love to repeat when this stuff comes up is, uh, they're a culture, they're not a costume, Whoopi. Potter has said in a New York Post column published on Tuesday that performer Karen Johnson did not land on the last name Goldberg because it signified whiteness. Johnson chose Goldberg because it would represent the proud ownership of her outer, uh, her outsider status. She wasn't trying to blend in. She was doubling down on race. Uh, notably, the co-host insisted this week on the view that the targeting and extermination of millions of Jews during the Holocaust had nothing to do with race. The Nazis disagree with her on that, but that doesn't seem to matter to anybody anymore. Uh, after she was blasted for the comments, the host seemed to double down and bypass an apology, which she had issued earlier. I think of race as being something that I can see, Goldberg told a talk show host, uh, Stephen Colbert. So I see you and I know what race you are, which is, of course, a very racist thing to say because a lot of people have light skin, but they're not Caucasian. So if you are a person who says, if I see you and you look white, you're white, but maybe they're not, that's a racist thing to say. So as Whoopi Goldberg continues to defend herself, she just says more and more controversial things, and she keeps getting herself into bigger trouble. Uh, Let's see, what do we have here? Uh, Note, please, that Karen Johnson didn't become Whoopi Rockefeller, he pointed out. No, she knew that by becoming Whoopi Goldberg, she would be choosing to flaunt in every way possible the fact that she was a minority person in a minority white country. The Goldberg was the cherry on the top. I mean, he's he's not entirely wrong. But as a lot of people are uh, pointing out, you know, it's a Jewish last name. You should probably, probably get rid of it. Why not embrace uh, your real name, Johnson? Why why not uh, why not do that? I don't I don't know if there's a history on there. I'm too lazy to look it up to be honest with you. I don't know if there's a history on the Whoopi thing and where she came up with Whoopi from. But you know, a lot of people use stage names, and uh, it was a big debate when I started my career too. Was it a debate when when you started yours about whether or not to use your real name or your stage name? Was that a debate? No, no you just you knew which one you were going to go with because yeah, of sports. You knew which one you're going to go with. Yeah, so. It's um, but it was, it was one of those things where like they sat me down, they had a whole conversation when I got into this business on what I wanted to do. And we made a decision and, and went that route. But a lot of people make the opposite decision. It just, just kind of depends. But uh, so I'm not saying that it's not something that's uncommon and I understand the reasons behind it, but you know, a lot of Jewish people are a little upset. She's got that Goldberg on the last of her name right there. They have a right to be as offended as everybody else who claims cultural appropriation, don't they? Or do they not get that because they're really not a race, according to Whoopi Goldberg? MNC News Time is 431. Valentine's Day is coming up. Make sure you get that special someone, something special. Check out Impress Jewelry Creations, where they make uh, jewelry, which is amazing and stunning and phenomenal. And we have been customers of theirs for a long period of time. You can also visit them online at impressjewelers.com.
Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Friendly reminder, there's a lot of school closings for tomorrow already. The list does continue to grow. We have the full list at 95.3mnc.com. I'll go over it here in just a second. Want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. You can find them online at rbcarcompany.com. The roads are not great, although it's been about, I don't know, a good four hours since I've been on them, but they were not great. We still get reports of the roads being um, trash right now. So if you can avoid going out, stay home. We've also got an article on 953mnc.com. If you need some groceries, uh, Martin Supermarkets is offering you a free way to get your groceries with no upcharge like a normal grocery delivery service during these storms. So go check that out at 953mnc.com. Uh, following schools are closed for Thursday, February 3rd. Ancilla Car- College, Argo, Spreeman, Career Success Academies in South Bend, Cassopolis, Centerville, Concord, Cornerstone, Christian Montessori, Corpus Christi, Culver, Eastern Pulaski, Elkhart Community Schools, Elkhart Christian Academy, Fairfield, Glen Oaks Community College, Heritage Christian Academy, Holy Family School, Howardsville Christian School, John Glenn School Corporation, Knox, LaPorte Community Schools, Lake Area Christian Schools, Lakeland Schools, Mishawaka Catholic Schools, North, uh, North Judson St. Pierre, excuse me, uh, North Miami, New Prairie United Schools, Nottawa, Penn Harris, Madison, Peru, Queen of Peace Schools, Rochester, School City of Mishawaka, South Bend Community School Corporation, St. John the Baptist School, St. John's Lutheran School in LaPorte, St. John High School, excuse me, St. Joseph High School in South Bend, Sturgis Public Schools, Three Rivers, Tippecanoe Valley, Trinity Lutheran School in Sturgis. Uh, also, I believe that the local one uh, here, Trinity Lutheran, is also uh, closed down. Triton School Corporation, Union, North United, Wani, Wawasee, Whitco. Uh, and the full list is available for you at 953mnc.com and expect that list to grow. And there's a good chance that pretty much everywhere is going to be closed down tomorrow when it comes to the school situation uh, for e-learning days for public schools. And again, full list right there on our website, 953mnc.com. All right, let's talk about Hunter Biden. The title of the live stream today, for those of you who are watching the live stream on theburningtruth.us. So the title of the live stream basically is asking, is, is this the beginning of the end for Hunter Biden? And I truly do believe that there, there's just some weirdness that is happening here that we've talked about for a couple of months now. As information about Hunter Biden does come out, it really seems like the Democrats are setting themselves up to get rid of Joe Biden. Now, I'm not saying specifically that they're doing that. I, I'm not saying that there is a time frame on it, but it sure does look like they are setting themselves up to get Joe Biden the heck out of the way because his presidency so far has been a disaster. We'll get into the jobs numbers and stuff like that that just came out here a little bit later on in the show. Joe Biden has been a disaster. You realize that there is a poll of likely voters right now that has about 50%, a little bit, I think it's 51%, isn't it? About 50, 51% of likely voters want him impeached? That doesn't happen. So this is not good for the Democrats at all. Republicans are crushing them in fundraising. There's like 30 retirements because they don't want to run for office again in this environment. They can't, they can't win. It's bad. And everybody knows that it's bad. Nancy Pelosi, the rumor is that Nancy Pelosi was going to retire, but she can't. It's, there's too much turmoil happening right now. She had to announce her, uh, her 
reelection campaign in order to kind of stabilize the ship as much as possible. There is a reason that Justice Breyer chose to step down now. There is not a single solitary issue that the Democratic Party could run on. There wasn't one with Trump either, except for COVID. So they lied about his history with COVID. They lied about the vaccines. They lied about everything else. They, they lied about all of that in order to make it a campaign issue because it's all they had. And now they don't have even COVID because COVID has been worse under Biden in one year than it was under Trump. And that's a fact. So they have to sit there and come up with something to, to campaign on. All right. You can't camp campaign on the economy. You can't campaign on foreign policy. What are you going to do? Try to create a boogeyman conflict with Russia, which I told you, did I, did I not predict that before Joe Biden even took office, Josh? They were going to create a foreign enemy to try and unite everybody. We'll get probably to the Ukrainian thing a little bit later today. But they're doing exactly that, and they are creating a battle on Supreme Court. So if... You don't want the court to go the wrong way. You've got to you've got to vote this, you got to vote that, that sort of thing, and that's the only thing that they have. They don't have anything else. And for a for a long time now the rumor has been that the Democrats are trying to get in a position to get Joe Biden out of there. Now I've told you before that I think that they wanted to keep Joe Biden around for 2 years. I told you this going back into the uh, the campaign before the election was even done that if Joe Biden won it would be a 2-year strategy. Now at two years, there's, you know, something has to happen. Joe Biden either has to be pushed aside or Joe Biden has to willingly go. And it would be interesting to see if Joe Biden willingly goes. And if Joe Biden is not willing to go, then you need to have a backup plan to push him out. And that backup plan is Hunter Biden because Hunter Biden is as corrupt as they come. And Joe Biden is all over his bank accounts. We already talked about the grand jury subpoena for the uh, bank information on Hunter Biden. We already know who the big guy is, the big guy who's getting these payoffs that were all illegal, by the way. All of that comes from Joe Biden. The government of Ukraine has repeatedly said that Joe Biden is 100% guilty of crimes in their country. Not Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden too, but Joe Biden is clearly involved in all of that. Our news media has covered that up. And now we find a classified State Department email that declares Hunter Biden undercut U.S. efforts in Ukraine. And we're at a point now where even the, the uh, New York Post is saying it's time for a special counsel. There's no way to ignore some of this stuff. We'll talk about some of that coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. All right, so this is an exclusive at justthenews.com. A classified State Department email declared Hunter Biden undercut U.S. efforts in the Ukraine. Now, keep in mind, every time Hunter Biden and Ukraine comes up, Joe Biden is in jeopardy. Hunter Biden's business partner said that Joe Biden was involved in those business efforts in Ukraine and elsewhere, that the big guy was getting money. There's a lot of evidence that leads back to Joe Biden. Government officials, senior government officials in the Ukraine have said Joe Biden likely committed crimes in their country. 
This is important for people to remember and to realize. These stories have been buried by our media, but they are still out there. In an email kept from public view for more than five years, gee, I wonder why, a top U.S. State Department official in Kiev wrote to Washington superiors at the end of the Obama-Biden administration that Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine undercut U.S. efforts to fight corruption in the former Soviet Republic. Now, you've got all sorts of issues with the Biden family doing things that were, at the very least, questionable in Ukraine. The email obtained by Just the News was written on November 22nd, 2016, by former U.S. Embassy official George Kent, one of the Democrats' star witnesses in their first effort to impeach former President Donald Trump. It was classified confidential, the lowest level of secrecy, by then U.S. Ambassador to Kiev, Marie uh, Yovanovitch. Okay? We've covered um, Mrs. Yovanovitch many, many times on this show. But again, she is a key Democrat player. They love her. Democrats love Mary Yovanovitch. Uh, Let's see. It was not produced as evidence to House lawmakers during impeachment. Contrary to federal law, the State Department failed to acknowledge the existence of the document to the court or to just the news in its multiple FOIA requests against the State Department seeking records on Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's dealings in the Ukraine. So the State Department of the United States government illegally withheld this document from FOIA requests. Just so everybody's crystal clear. Most importantly, the email Stark message directly conflicts with the narrative the mainstream media, State Department witnesses, and the Democratic congressman gave to the public two years ago when they insisted Hunter Biden's lucrative job with the allegedly corrupt Ukrainian gas company Burisma Holdings, while creating the appearance of conflict of interest, had no impact on U.S. efforts to fight corruption in that country. So everybody said, yeah, yeah, Hunter Biden's position at Burisma had nothing to do, you know, with our our political efforts in Ukraine. It didn't impede them or anything else. Well, that's not true. That's not true according to the ambassador to Ukraine at the time. It's not true, according to George Kent, who is the U.S. Embassy official in the Ukraine at the time. They all said it did. Quote, the real issue in my mind was that someone in Washington needed to engage VP Biden quietly and say that his son Hunter's presence on the Burisma board undercut the anti-corruption message the VP and we were advancing in Ukraine. That's what George Kent wrote to multiple high-ranking officials in the State Department in Washington, D.C. So there's that. After all of these years and all of the times that that document was illegally withheld from FOIA requests, and they didn't even acknowledge it existed, suddenly it comes out right now? Very interesting timing. So now you go to the New York Post. New York Post, appoint a special counsel on Hunter Biden now. In 2018, the U.S. attorney in Delaware began quietly investigating Hunter Biden's financial activities. Remember, there is a uh, there is now a grand jury subpoena for his bank records. The probe was slowed in 2020 as the presidential election approached, and now it's February 2022. How much longer will the feds take? At this point, we have to wonder if any investigation would still be underway were it not for the laptop Hunter abandoned in 2019 and the New York Post reporting of it. New York Post was, of course, censored on social media for reporting on that story. 
everybody in your liberal media said it was a conspiracy theory and it wasn't real, except it was. That, after all, dragged evidence of Hunter's dubious doings into the light, despite the best efforts of the media and big tech to suppress our reporting. Business dealings plainly greased by his father's international connections and domestic political might, and apparently the, to, uh, to now President Joe Biden's own profit. Now, we've talked about this many times before. Um, even the Ukrainians and several others have pointed out, including uh, Hunter Biden's former business partner, money was going directly into Joe Biden's hands from these business dealings. Joe Biden was getting these deals, which were basically masked as private business with Hunter Biden. They were using Air Force Two to get these these deals done. Money was coming in to, to Hunter Biden's uh, company. His business partner was getting money. He was getting money, and they were giving a kickback to the, quote, the big guy, which was Joe Biden. All of it illegal. And the Washington, excuse me, the New York Post, they have a whole article here saying it's time. The fact that this is taking so long is all the evidence you need of corruption. But at the same time, you're sitting here looking at this and saying, you can't delay a special prosecutor anymore. The Attorney General, Garland, does not have any excuses anymore as more and more evidence comes up and you got a grand jury subpoena. There has to be a special prosecutor that is neutral in investigating Hunter Biden. There's no other way around it. Go to TheBurningTruth.us. Watch the live stream. We've got another hour of the program heading up your way. More coming up, 95.3 MNC. Hey, Josh, I feel like we should probably tell people for the first time today that the roads suck right now. Don't go on the roads. Like, you were told not to. <laughs> <laughs> I know that some of you can't, okay? I understand. You're, you're like us. You're what, what they call essential personnel, and you have to come in. But if you can avoid it, stay off of the roads. They are hot trash. It doesn't matter where you're at. doesn't matter if it's a side street, if it's a main street, if it's a freeway. does not matter. They are all hot garbage right now, and you don't want to be on them. So stay off of the roads. Tons of school closures for tomorrow. Full list is at 953mnc.com if you want to go ahead and take a look at that. Of course, Michiana's Morning News will bring you all of those updates tomorrow morning as well. And we're still going to be getting more snow throughout the night. And it's going to be snowing until the estimate is tomorrow afternoon is when it should stop. And then you're going to have all of the leftovers that are we're going to have to deal with through the latter half of uh, Thursday and then, of course, on Friday. I would not be surprised. This is not official. This is just my prediction. I wouldn't be surprised you see closures for uh, school on Friday, too. Uh, they're probably just going to close out the week, do e-learning and everything, you know, give the weekend some time to hopefully clear some stuff up and then get back at it on Monday. That's just a guess that I have. We do have a ton of school closures for tomorrow. Again, full list at 953mnc.com. All right. I want to take a look at a couple of things here. Uh, there was some people were posting this on the live stream, and I wanted to get to it. Uh, yesterday, I think, is when I wanted to do it. I ran out of time, and I figured I would just address it for just a couple of minutes before we dive into the lockdown research that has been published finally. So here's here's the thing. I've tried telling you throughout the history of this show, our political climate is pretty easy to understand. There are complicated issues within the political climate, but the political climate is easy, all right? This all goes back to, you know, the Harry Reid war room thing. 
what we have now is we have primarily the Democrats do this, but Republicans do it too, albeit Republicans are more willing to cross over than Democrats are on various issues. The Democrats right now, as a party on the national level, oppose anything the Republicans want to do, even if it's something that Democrats support. We have seen this time and time again, going back to the George W. Bush administration. It is just something that they they have officially strategized now. They will never give Republicans a win, even if it's something that they support. So they will do everything they possibly can to erase when a Republican does something that they want to do. They will block something that a Republican is trying to do that they want to get credit for. And they will change rules or plans that are in place that Republicans accomplished in order to take credit for that later on. I've highlighted this with Obama in Iraq, which ended up being a massive disaster. But had the original Iraq plan been done, Iraq would not have descended into an ISIS chaos like it did. But Obama wanted credit for getting out of Iraq because that's what he campaigned on. So he delayed deployments. Uh, he, de- he delayed polling deployments and he extended those, those deployments in Iraq by like 13 months. That's something that he did so he could then say he got out of Iraq, but he changed the deal. Same thing with Afghanistan. They canceled the Trump deal in Afghanistan, Biden did, to put his own plan in place. New documents released today that we have to talk about tomorrow because I just don't have time today. And they were completely blindsided because they didn't know what they were doing. The plan that was in place was a good one. They canceled it because they wanted to make it their own plan, change the timelines, all of that stuff, and they screwed it up. Democrats used to support a border wall. They didn't when a Republican was in office. Automagically. Democrats called them illegal immigrants and illegal aliens because that's what they legally are. When a Republican was in office and said that, suddenly it was the most offensive, horrendous hate speech they'd ever heard before. Democrats constantly warned about voter fraud in the state of Michigan until a Republican pointed it out. Then it it was a myth and it doesn't exist. Uh, Democrats routinely will do this. They will take away an accomplishment from a Republican so they can get credit for it later. Remember when they said Pete Buttigieg was the first openly gay cabinet member? Except he wasn't. Not even close. But they tried to say it. Why? Because they wanted credit for that. Because it's all about identity politics. He wasn't the first, but they wanted him to be the first, so they just gaslit, rewrote history, and pretended that he was the first one. He wasn't. So now we've got Biden, and a lot of people have been asking me about the Supreme Court thing, and I know that we covered it a little bit last week uh, when I came back from, from my trip. Biden has made it crystal clear throughout the campaign process that he wants to appoint the first black female justice. That's what he wants to do. Now, as I've told you before, there's a lot of problems with this. You should be interviewing the best possible candidates. He should have kept his mouth shut on this, but this was something that he had to do because he was he was behind. He took that bathroom break at the debates. True story. He took the bathroom break at that debate, and he was told, I think it was John Conyers who told him, this is the chance to say this and he'll buy you some points. He did it as a campaign promise to win the election in the primary for the Democrats. 
That's the only reason he did it. And now he's kind of stuck doing it. The problem is, is that when he nominates a black female, she will always have this stigma on her that she was nominated because of the color of her skin, not because she was the best person available for the job. Now, here's the thing with this. Not once, but twice, two times, Senator Joe Biden stopped a black woman from being put on the Supreme Court. There's a reason that Democrats tried so hard to prevent a black man from getting to the Supreme Court. There's a reason the Democrats tried so hard to prevent a black woman from getting on the Supreme Court. They didn't want Republican nominees to get on the Supreme Court because Republicans get that win in their, in their minds. So when you got a, a conservative justice appointed by a Republican, they don't like that. You had George W. Bush nominated a black woman for the Supreme Court. Joe Biden filibustered it, voted against her, didn't want anything to do with it. He could have helped put a black woman on the Supreme Court, but he chose not to. Why? Because Democrats wanted to be the ones to make that appointment. That's why. That's the only reason why. Remember, everything they accuse you of doing, they themselves are doing. And the stuff that they would traditionally support when they oppose it, it's not because they oppose it in principle. It's because they want credit for it. They want those brownie points. They want to put the first black female justice on the Supreme Court. That's one of the reasons why when Republican nominees are minorities, it gets completely ignored by the news media. Democrats never acknowledge it. There was a massive, massive wave of Republican women who got elected to Congress in the last election. Did the Democrats ever acknowledge that? No. Absolutely not. They never acknowledged a record number of women winning those elections. Never acknowledged it. They welcomed their own, but they never did as a victory for women that never before had there been more women serving in Congress. They never made that acknowledgement. Republicans did, but Democrats never did. Why? Because Democrats knew that that would immediately point to all of the Republican women who came in. They could not acknowledge that. So they pretend it doesn't exist. And when they are confronted with it, what they do is they, they attack if they're a minority person, they're not really a minority, or they're a sellout to their race, or what have you. It's just some other nonsense. So it's a friendly reminder that Joe Biden has prevented, actively prevented, black women from being on the Supreme Court several times in his political career. And now he says, oh, it's about time. Yeah, it was about time in 2003, but you chose not to. Because you didn't want Republicans getting that win. That's all it was. That's all it was. So... Real quick here, a couple of, couple of quick ones. Uh, there is a Gold Star Families Day Act. This would make um, the 12th federal holiday. It is a bipartisan group of senators that introduced it on Tuesday. The bill would make the last Monday in September a federal holiday to remember those who have lost a family member who is serving in the military. Um, this, is a, this is a great thing. We, long overdue. Long overdue. Uh, United States recognizes the sacrifice that all Gold Star family members make when a father, mother, brother, sister, son, daughter, or other loved one dies in service of the United States. That is an excerpt from the Gold Star Families Day Act. Again, it was introduced yesterday. And long overdue. 
And I, I want to, you know, you got you to point out here, give credit where credit is due. So Senator Joni Ernst, Republican of Iowa, she's an Army National Guard veteran, and Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat of Massachusetts, are leading this effort. This is a bipartisan effort to get this done, and they deserve credit for that. You can say what you want about them outside of that, but they deserve credit for this. This is the right thing to do. And we'll talk about the latest study here on lockdowns coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Well, yet another study has been done. This one, for some reason, is being taken seriously, unlike the other ones, probably because it's from Johns Hopkins University. Although Johns Hopkins University has released a lot of studies that have said Casey was right. Nobody seems to have cared. I should be on staff over at Johns Hopkins, Josh. Honorary doctor. Dr. Casey. It's, um... (laughs) But this one came out, okay? We have a lot of studies, massive quantities of studies going back to the first year of COVID that showed that the the lockdowns were a terrible, horrible idea and that they didn't do any good. The lockdowns were used as a way to control people. They originally got spread because of the, the Imperial College study, which the Imperial College study was incorrect. It was wrong. Oxford University called them on it. They apologized. They withdrew their study. Too late. Lockdowns are already in place all over the world. Friendly reminder, the two things that were done for COVID, lockdowns and masking, were both done based on fake research, just so we are crystal clear. And everybody ran with it. Well, they ended up finding out that the lockdowns reduced COVID-19 mortality by about 0.2%. Now, this is Johns Hopkins taking their research and analyzing multiple scientific studies on the issue. Now, 0.2%. Some of you who are morons are going to go, see, they worked. That's 0.2%, Casey. No, that's margin of error. 0.2% is statistically zero. Margin of error is typically 3%. You're within that 3%, it means zero. If your margin of error is still that small, it's zero. That means they provided absolutely no benefit whatsoever. But they did do some other stuff. Oh, they created all sorts of problems. How about a 40% increase in deaths with 18 to 40-year-olds? Not associated with COVID. How about that? Why does nobody ever talk about that, Josh? I think even even in talk radio, I think I'm the only person who has mentioned that research. I know I can't be. I know that there's got to be other people out there, and I don't listen to everybody else's show. It's a 40% increase in deaths for 18 to 40-year-olds. Technically 18 to 39-year-olds, but it's a 40% increase. And those deaths were not COVID-related. Why Why is nobody talking about that? That's suicide. That's drug overdoses. All of them surged in that category of people. Why? Lockdowns. Lockdowns did it. Destroyed the economy. Destroyed people's financial well-being. It's going to cause the coming housing crisis that we are going to be dealing with, the coming rental crisis that we are going to be dealing with, the massive amount of of credit drop that we are going to have 
through large portions of our population who will now have evictions and all of that stuff on their records. It's all going to be on there. Once once the, the go happens from this, you get to the point where they go, all right, we can do it now. Everything's normal now. And people start getting evicted. And then they try to find other places to live, but they can't find other places to live because a lot of the places that would have been rentals are now being taken over by the banks because people didn't pay rent there either. And now they lost the mortgage on that. It's going to be ugly next couple of years. It's going to be real ugly. Hope you're prepared for that. We find no evidence that lockdown, school closures, border closures, limiting gatherings had any noticeable effect on COVID-19 mortality, the research said. Yeah, no kidding. They did find a lot of other negatives, though. Devastating effects on the economy, health, particularly with younger people. Um, I think that they've, the the latest thing, this isn't really about the lockdowns, this is about masking in schools. The latest one's like a 300-some-odd percent increase in speech therapist uh, patients. You know why that is? It's because little kids can't see lips moving and they don't learn how to pronounce things properly. That's, I mean, that's a big increase with speech therapists. I mean, it's a good time to be a speech therapist, I guess. Your business is booming. But this, this is just the latest example in all of this. You ruined a bunch of people's lives over something that was a garbage trash study, and the authors of the study apologized for it, admitted they got it wrong, and withdrew it, and you still did it anyway, knowing full well it wasn't going to have any effect, and it didn't. Didn't save anybody. Lockdown saved exactly nobody. It killed a lot of people, though. More coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Don't forget to follow me on Telegram at Casey the Host, on Rumble at Casey the Host. Sign up for the newsletter at theburningtruth.us. Watch the live stream there as well. MNC News Time is 5.31. The roads still suck, Josh. But at least there's impressed jewelry creations, and they're amazing. They make wonderful jewelry for the moments that are special and, and need to last a lifetime. And Valentine's Day is coming up. ImpressedJewelers.com. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car experts. All right, here we go. Ready for this? Not a big shocker. Um, nobody on the evening news talked about the U.S. national debt. You know, every time... There's a milestone for COVID. We just passed the something hundred thousand mark, right? Like five hundred thousand. A grim milestone today. Five hundred thousand people have died. Every time there's a milestone with COVID deaths, right? We we talk about it ad nauseum. Uh, we our our national debt topped thirty trillion for the first time. Nobody said a thing. Didn't come up at all. <laughs> like at all. No, it didn't. You know why? Do you know why it didn't, Josh? Because there's a Democrat in the White House. That's why if Trump was in the White House, they would have talked about it. Guaranteed. Would have been a week-long effort on how he was responsible for all $30 trillion of it. The ABC, CBS, NBC Evening Networks committed one of the most egregious acts of news censorship by ignoring the U.S. debt topping $30 trillion for the first time ever. The U.S. Treasury Department released data on Tuesday showing that the U.S. total public debt outstanding at $30.01 trillion as of January 31st. Wall Street Journal reported that the new figure was nearly $7 trillion increase from late January of 2020, just before the pandemic hit the U.S. economy. Nobody said a thing. Nobody covered it. 
because there's a Democrat in the White House. Had there been a Republican in the White House, it would have been a major national story. Private sector employment. This was this is the thing that we've been waiting for this week. Some of you probably saw the stories that the Biden administration was starting to spin before the jobs report came out. And here's why. Payroll processor ADP said in its closely watched jobs report that America's private employers not only failed to add any jobs in January, but payrolls actually dropped by over 300,000 that month. You understand what I just said, right? While Biden's out there talking about how, well, Biden and Buttigieg and every time about how they have the greatest economic comeback ever. You lost 300,000 jobs net. Gone. In January. Teeing up what could be a disappointing jobs report when official government statistics are released later in the week. Private sector employment in the United States fell by 301,000 jobs in January. The labor market recovery took a step back at the start of 2022 due to the effect of the Omicron variant and its significant though likely temporary impact on job growth. No, that's not true. That's not what happened. The improvement in the job market was because of the dang holidays, and we have to go through this crap every single year. 301,000 people. Payrolls dropped by 301,000 in the private sector. Now, there's still a labor shortage, though, because people are still taking the benefits if they can get them. The labor shortage is so bad that Domino's will pay you just like they paid the city of South Bend to fix potholes when Pete wouldn't do it. They will pay you to pick up your own food rather than deliver it. True story. There's a joke in there about the quality of Domino's pizza there, right, Josh? I I think when they did their recipe refresh, was that like three or four years ago? Uh, You know, I, I think it was an improvement, right? It's, you know, for chain pizza, it's all right. It's, it's, it's not great, but it's all right. Uh, but yeah, Domino's will actually pay you to pick up your pizza. I think it's, what, three bucks? Yeah, three bucks. You go get your own. Yeah, $3 coupon towards your next order. You got to go get your own pizza. <laughs> they don't want to bring it to you anymore, especially when there's a snowstorm out there and the roads are hot trash. People keep trying to drive out there. It's not good. It's not good. We keep hearing sounds. Don't go outside right now. Just stay home. Do yourself a favor. Stay home. So they get the roads under control because they haven't yet. We got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Well, ladies and gentlemen, lots of school closures. Don't forget, go to 95.3mnc.com. We've got those school closures right there. Michiana's Morning News tomorrow morning. We'll go through them again. And anything that gets added to that list will be read off tomorrow morning on Michiana's Morning News. Don't forget to watch the live stream and hang out with us on my website, theburningtruth.us. New website coming soon. Stay tuned for that. Follow me on Telegram, Instagram, everywhere at Casey the Host. And Bill O'Reilly's coming up next. You all have yourself a, a wonderful time and be safe out there.